Welcome back to Four String. My name is Stud. I'm here with my best friend, who is also my co-host. How you doing, bud? Yeah. That is a nice cold, tasty beverage. What's up, buddy? We're doing good. Doing good. Let's rock it. So I'm assuming you feel all right. I feel great. It's (laughs) been a great day. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, as some people like to say. Lots happened since last week, so we got a good day ahead of us. Oh, yeah. We We got apparently just... Every possible free agent found a home. Oh, we ain't uh, talking about that yet. Hold up. We got a we got a very important thing to talk about first. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. How about we 15%. tell fifteen percent? So but what is fifteen percent, Stud? What what is this? What uh, is this fifteen percent? One five fifteen percent is so not fourteen, but fifteen. Yes, not fourteen. Or 16, it's 15%. 15%. What is it again? 15%? 15%? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. all right. 15% for the next two weeks. Oh. Off of our brand new merch that drops merch. when the episode drops. 15%. Yep. Go get your stuff. 15%. We'll be repping. Get your stuff. It's going to be sick. 15%. 15%. 15% off. Go get your merch. Weeks. The link will be below. We get purposely put it out on a Friday because Fridays are oh, payday, paydays. Paydays. Or, you I know, know you, that. If you want to use a stimmy, go ahead. Some of us got $1,400. Plus another $1,400 for children, depending on who you are. You got some money. Yeah, so don't be Friday's stingy. Payday. Friday's payday. You got I, I two Fridays. So if you don't get paid today, Friday, you can just buy March the following Friday. And guess what? It's still 15% off. Hey, what you're saying is you got no excuse. So use the yes. 15% off. You purposely did Get Friday. your four-string merch. That's all we're going to say about that. Wait, Moving on. Wait. Free agent frenzy. One more. 15%. <laughs> All right. Well done. All right. Yeah. All right. Free agent frenzy, baby. Free it's been agent. a pretty crazy week since last week. Um, Say so. A lot has happened. Honestly, we don't have enough time in an episode to talk about all the free agents that signed into different no. teams. So we're going to talk about the important stuff. Okay. All right. Okay. Starting it off. True or not, stud. The Chicago Bears, False. a.k.a. might be the worst franchise oh. in all of sport. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's true. They offered, they offered three, not one, not two, but three first round picks, a third round pick, and two starters for Russell Wilson. True or not? Okay, that's absolutely true because Ryan Pace is that kind of an idiot who would pay his entire his entire payroll, all of his draft picks, every key player he has for one person. So absolutely, I be- I believe that that's true, solely because Ryan Pace would exactly do that. He would 
So in that, in that circumstance, who's the bigger idiot? Ryan pays for making that offer or the Seahawks for not taking that offer. Well, I mean, clearly Ryan pays for putting all that out there, but I mean, however, that's a load, but we are talking about Russell Wilson and true. the Seahawks. Like if that is true, how can you not take that? That's a haul and a half. I mean, it's, I think we talked about it last episode where I said Pete Carroll should go first before Russ, but obviously you can't trade coaches. So if, so if you, you're going with them. So if you, so if you receive such a lopsided offer for one player, I mean, I don't know why they would not have said yes. Makes me think it wasn't true, but I would not be surprised if it was true because that's exactly the kind of offer that Ryan Pace would put out there. I would agree with that, but I think it's bonkers. And I'm going to say it's not true because yes, Ryan Pace was an absolute idiot if he did that, but the Seahawks GM whose name is misplacing me right now yeah, um, is I don't just as dumb if he didn't take that. So mm, you're not even worth the name look up at that point. Yeah. Next um, question. Moving okay. on. Deshaun Watson violated three, not one, not two, but three massage therapists. True or not? I mean, I feel like there's context that's a part of this because I feel like he probably did some flirting because, you know, he thinks, hey, I'm however old he is, 24 to 25. I don't know how old he is. I'm rich. I'm one of the quarterbacks in all of football. I can flirt with whoever I choose. So I'm sure that that happened. Now, how it. Now the claims of he quote unquote violated them could be maybe a false accusation, but I don't have all the facts and I don't think that they've even put out all the facts. They so haven't. I believe they have. Oh well. Have not. Um, have not. Oh, I was gonna say, well shit. Okay. He's like, Oh, okay. Well, I gotta go look those up. Then. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I'll be right back. No, so they have not put out all the facts. No. So I believe that there is context to that that hasn't been put out there, but I do believe that that he probably tried to pull. Hey, I'm Deshaun Watson. I get paid forty million in a calendar year. Like, how you doing? And I'm sure that they were like, "Ooh, if I make a false accusation." I could receive a part of that 40 million every year. So I believe part of that, but I also am saying let's wait until all the facts are out. Cause I'm sure Imagine there's that. some, cause I'm sure that there's some context here that has not been spoken, but anything that the media puts out there is already facts. So apparently yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my take on it is I think the Texans planted it Ooh, and here's why, hot take. because okay, it's, is it, it's definitely a hot take, but here's okay, why it, it's a warm take, whatever, hot, warm. It's all the same. 
if the Texans plant something like that, immediately Deshaun's value to other teams goes down. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. maybe we'll just take what the Bears offered for Russ, if it's real or not. Let's say Deshaun is worth three first-round draft picks. The Texans plant that. Well, now the other teams are going to make these offers of only two, you know, because, oh, he's a bad guy or he's in the papers about being investigated. He's not the character piece that we want. By the Texans planting that, it decreases that value. So then the trade offers don't come in and they can say, well, sorry, we just didn't get any trade offers that were worth our agreements or our terms. That is a good conspiracy, obviously, whether it's, it's true definitely or a conspiracy, not. but yeah, um, obviously, whether it's true or not, I'm sure only a handful of people actually know that and they are not. That's the whole point. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I would not be surprised if they tried to pull something like that because he is so unhappy that they would try to say like, hey, we tried. Sorry, man, but looks like you have to right. play here. Looks like you're stuck making $40 million yeah. here with us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. How will you Woe survive? Yeah, so that would not surprise me, but also it's like, did that actually happen though? Okay, like, maybe oh, so maybe it wasn't the Texans organization per se, but maybe those three women were in a conspiracy. They want Deshaun to stay. I mean, we could play what ifs all day, all day, true. and I love true. playing it. However, on something like this, it's obviously like it's just something that you can't really conspire over until you have all the facts in place and right. we obviously do not have all the facts in place so nope. how how we can move forward on such a conspiracy is a little out of our hands <laughs> listen to the media yeah okay. yeah yeah um like that's I'm always gonna do a, that a smart thing all right um some other things that happened in free agency is i mentioned that the bears are probably the worst franchise in all of history hey they found their franchise quarterback though (laughs) for the next for the next year the red rocket baby red rocket no okay so andrew dalton (laughs) you go from that major deal presumably to your fallback plan is letting go of Mitch Trubisky and signing Andy Dalton to a one-year $10 million deal. With that said, I want to play a quick song. They got a reputation that's mostly based on luck. The Bears still suck. 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 Okay. Yeah. How can you not agree with that song? I mean, really, like, I'm not saying that letting go of Trubisky was the wrong move. Even though Trubisky is, like, their number one stats leader pretty much of all time. Well, not quite of all time, but he's up there. He's he's honestly not – okay, he's not good, but he's not that 
bad. And how much did you really upgrade with Andy Dalton? Not at all. Not a whole lot, if you ask me. <laughs> I'd rather have. I mean, the guy. The guy went to seven straight postseasons with the Bengals and has not won a playoff game. So, yeah. Yeah. So yes, um, the Bears still suck, but we love it as Packer fans. Um, what I found kind of. I wouldn't say f- funny. I thought it was cute. Was that I saw that the Vikings signed Patrick Peterson. That's cute because Devante is still smoking him. I'm sorry. That would have been a great matchup like five years ago. Yeah, I'm about to say. At like, least Pat Pete's age. Uh-huh. Like Devante Probably five years ago, not so much. But like, like, like 2015 Pat Pete versus today. Devante. That would have been a okay. hell of a matchup. That'd be awesome. But today, Devontae still would have cooked that Pat Pete. But that's true. But Tay is smoking. Uh, oh, hundred percent. So I don't even know if they'll put him on signing. it. Uh, they they shouldn't. <laughs> well, I mean, Loki, I'm kind of salty about it because I wanted Pat Pete to come to the oh, so did pack, I. So how about to say like it, like it's one thing having to be put on Tay, but he could still hold plenty of other dudes. Um, oh, yeah, he can guard yeah. most of the twos in the league, which yeah. on our team he would have had to do because Jair's taking any one. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, but he can still guard twos for sure. Yeah, which I am kind of upset that we lift on that, but hey. I mean, hey, there's there's still time. There's a, few, there's a few different options. So, you know, we let's switch. We'll switch gears into the pack a little bit. You know, the sure. the reigning team of the NFC North. Um, do you think that a Devonte extends? B Aaron restructures, or C none of the above, and the Packers make no moves and just continue on with the team that they have. Okay. How do you think the the off? Well, not. Off season now, technically, because we're in the new season. But how do you think the time from now until training camp will finish out for the pack? I'll tell you what will happen, what should happen, and what will probably end up happening. What will happen is at some point in time, I think Sabante will extend. I think that he just has found his home. So I think that that will happen. Okay. Rodgers should restructure. He is not short money by any means. And he's going to be a father and a husband now. It's about. Well, father's not yet, but. I'm about to say. uh, He said he wants to be a father. Can can we confirm that? No. He said he wants (laughs) to be a father. Okay. Well, he should. He should restructure he yes. i think it's about that time that he starts to take a page out of tom brady's book and start taking i was gonna say that maybe a little less money i was gonna say that because as much as i can't stand tom brady the guy's no dummy because uh clearly he's okay with taking pay cuts and just winning bulls so exactly and i think that that's probably what should happen but i still hate him um so what will probably end up happening is your C. 
The Packers None of the will, above. Not, will not do a goddamn thing, and they will keep the same team out there, and they'll probably f- throw out their first and second round picks in some way, sh- shape, or form. So, God, I hate that. And then, I mean, uh, okay, but Rodgers will take the... us to another NFC Championship game, <laughs> and it'll be the same song three years in a row. Mm, please, God, don't let that happen. I mean, at least on the bright side, they did honestly have a pretty solid offseason. I mean, they didn't get anybody new, which I don't love. But we were able to keep, I would say, the guys that we needed to keep. Outside of I mean, Outside of Lindsley, I mean, I would have loved to keep him for sure. But the guy got a huge payday with the Chargers. I mean, you can't, you can't really blame him for taking that. We couldn't give him that. Yeah. So you can't really be too upset about that. You're able to restructure Preston's contract, which basically got you to keep Aaron Jones, which Aaron Jones is to us for a freaking steal. I mean, he got a $13 million signing bonus, which effectively turns his salary for this year and next to like a million. So he's making 1 million this year and 1 million next year in his salary. Which, like, for cap purposes, helps the holy cap. hell, that yeah, is a huge plus. So, thank you, Aaron Jones, for staying. We know you could have gotten a bigger payday elsewhere. You weren't full of shit when you said that you wanted to stay a Packer for life. So, we appreciate that. Um, you know, but I, I do think that the Packers have had a solid offseason. I mean, as weird as that seems, like, I'd we didn't. so really lose anybody huge they the gave the tender th- to tunyon yeah. so he'll be back uh they're the keeping chin and sullivan he'll be back i would say that the only thing that they can kind of improve upon or well no, not improve upon but now do moving forward is you have to replace lindsley so yeah. probably spending that's a- going to be in the draft yeah, so it'll probably be spending a first rounder, yep. Yep. maybe a second if you find an, another corner. So, but I do think that your top two, like, have to replace is Lindsley. Yep. And that man who cost us the NFC Championship game. I don't even want to say who he is because I don't like him but we all know well, he, he shouldn't is. be he shouldn't be too hard to replace if you know what i mean <laughs> to be honest i'd feel better if we put you in pads and put you out there <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one I, know. I mean okay i can honestly say that i would not have given up that last play because to me that's just sheer dumbness I don't even think dumbness is a word, but it is for him. Because last play of the game, Petten took a lot of heat for that. Because Petten should have been in, I think it was Kirksey at the time, his headset and said, hey, last play of the half, don't let them in the end zone. Don't let anybody behind you. It's that simple. What did he do? Let the fastest guy on the field behind him i mean i get it he's a short little white guy he probably didn't see him but 
and he was so quick. Prevent. He's like Speedy Gonzalez. Play prevent. That's all you got to do. Right. Play if the, you know prevent. what, if they complete a hail mary off a tip or somebody just mosses you, hey, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. But I can honestly say that I would not have let anyone behind me. Now, if he jumps over me like he's probably going to do because I'm 5'10 uh, <laughs> and have no hops, like get you couldn't lost. even get up, you couldn't <laughs> even get a piece of paper under my feet when I jump. So, I mean, yeah, I'm probably going to get mossed, but like he's not getting behind me. He might get over the top of me, but he's not getting behind me. Yeah. So, whatever. I'm, I'm over it. I promise. We won't talk about it. But point being, we have to replace Lindsley in the draft. Yes. And we should for and sure. We need, find we need a corner help. And we also have to replace uh, Kirksey because I think so he was too. a solid middle linebacker. And now we need for sure that is. middle linebacker help. So I feel like you can either find that a little bit later on in the draft or maybe find a cheap veteran somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like obviously that's an important position, but I mean, you don't have to have like a top tier. Well, I mean, Kirksey was there. hurt for like seven games roughly last season. So it's like they have experience of playing without him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I do think that like Oren Burks, there's a few other linebackers that we have can step in. But it's like, you know, you would like to have somebody like truly just accept that role and step in and like just kind of go nuts and be the new like Luke Keekley of the Packers, you know. Or but, we could just convince Luke Keekley to come out of retirement and oh my God, come I wish. the Packers. <laughs> that would be nuts. That'd be insane. Talk about retiring way t- too early. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wish that would happen, but it probably won't. Actually, I know it won't. So. Yeah, no, I can put um, money on the fact that yeah, that won't happen. So let's talk about the guys that we did lose. We mentioned Lindsley. You know, obviously yep. that sucks. Uh, today it is I what s- it is. We kind of saw that yeah. coming, I think, because they yeah, were either gonna so they were either gonna go with Jones or Lindsley, and as soon as you saw Jones resign, I was like, well. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess that means Lindsley's gone. You know, yeah. so you knew um, he was kind of going. The thing I don't understand though, Jamal Williams and Tim Boyle. Now we went on this whole. Yeah. We went on this whole rant last week. Well, it sucks for us. I'm sorry to cut you off. It sucks for us because the timing of that was terrible because that Tim Boyle tender, well, or. Mm, non-tender came like what six hours Hours. after we yeah something like that six hours after we put up our episode so it's like okay our entire episode is now just thrown out because pretty much we just talked about how he could be a packer how he could do this how he could do that and like well i mean it's what we said wasn't wrong though because we were talking about how we felt that he was good enough to start for a team yeah, I still sure. agree with that 100%. The Lions were not in one of the teams that I had thought about. But honestly, 
I could definitely see the backfield of the Lions being Tim Boyle and Jamal Williams back there. 100%. I think he could so beat out Jared think, Goff. You think he could beat out Jared I, Goff? I truly do, yes. Jared Goff is nothing special. I'm not saying he is, but you can't pay your backup $30 million, though. So you'd have so to either, release him. I mean, you probably either have to do that or hopefully trade him to, I don't know, say, say Fitzpatrick's sucks over in See, but Washington. You also don't have to trade. look at it that way. You can look at it more as I'm paying my starting quarterback $32 million because that's the cost of both of them. Because Boyle signed for like a 2.5 or 2.25 or something. So, like, if you look at it that way, I mean, you're paying $32 million for two of them. That's not that bad. So, it's like you're paying Boyle 15 and you're paying your backup 15. I mean. But whatever. I always say. I always say it's all about perspective because it is. However, it it's like, however, it's like, yeah. Should I'm just have saying, I think that expensive backup. I think when the laser show shows up to Motown, <laughs> they're going to be in for some kind of like high eyebrows because I don't know if they really even understand. So, like, uh, how good he can be. Now that he plays for the Lions, do you think he has to? Trade in whatever car he has for a Ford. <laughs> probably give him a Ford. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, thanks for coming to our team. Here you go. Yeah. Here to get so, your new truck F-150. or whatever you want. Yeah, he's hey. a Ford. He's got to be some sort of perks of planner, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey. I mean, if they tossed a Ford. Raptor in front of me, I'd be like, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not saying week one, Tim Boyle's a starter. I'm not, I'm not saying that because fact of the matter is he's going to have to learn a new offense, which yeah. then again, so well, is Jared so, Goff. So does, yeah. So but I do think that because of, you know, kind of the trade package that Goff was involved in, they're expecting Goff to be the starter. Yep. But I would not be surprised if by week four, Goff not putting up that good of numbers. I wouldn't be surprised if it's made this switch. What do they got to lose? Give him a shot. I mean, yeah, it's true. It isn't as if they're in the hunt or they're a competitive no. team. Goff I is mean, beatable they, too. He's not really he's aren't. not all that good. <laughs> Yeah, no, to be honest, if he was competent in that Super Bowl, they probably would have won it. Tim Boyle wins that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. So the episode is over now? Well, no, actually, because my mic's right here, and I didn't realize it until <laughs> I dropped it over here. But okay. anyway, I, I, I look – Tim Boyle is my guy, so I go out there and I say this stuff about him, obviously, because it's what you do. But realistically, I do think he can compete for that starting spot. So I think it was a good move for him. Jamal, same thing. I think he will be the number one back for Detroit, which is what he wanted. 
you know, yeah. so I mean, yeah, it'll be. I'm, I'm happy for both of them. Long story short, I think that Jamal and carry on will be a pretty solid one, two, yeah, pack over there. Um, I mean, I'm still obviously not even close to afraid of the Lions. Um, no. not saying that they aren't able to beat us because they obviously have in recent past, but at the end of the season, they're for the most part fourth in the division. Yeah, I would almost put them ahead of the Bears. You think low so? Key, low key, I would. Okay, I know the Bears suck, but do they suck that bad? I mean, I think so. They're pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, their Super Bowl is if they beat the Packers. So. Yeah, which (laughs) you ain't even (laughs) going to do that. So, you know, (laughs) congratulations. You still have not a Super Bowl entry. So. Yep. Uh, Oh, no. You'll you'll enter it, but you're not going to win it. So. No. So, anyways, back to our list of. Packers, who we lost for HD today, I saw a little pop-up on my phone that said, Travis Adams signed with the Pats, yeah. um, put him yeah. on the list of the Pelichick spending spree. Oh, my goodness. Which I think we yeah, can kind go, of... Go through that list do. real quick, because that was insanity. Like, Bill Belichick took 2020 as the Pats season, like, majorly personal. He did not Insert like sucking. the MJ name, and I t- took it personally. Like, he did that. Right. Like, right. he p- pulled the MJ. Okay, so I have the uh, very long list. And prior to me even saying this, let's remind ourselves that Dante Hightower and Patrick Chung – are coming back because yep. they were opt-outs. Correct. That in itself is insane. Yep. Plus you add Hunter Henry and Janu Smith. Talk about tight end just insanity. Just wow. And then you add Kendrick Porn and Nelson Aguilar shit that is i mean it's cam newton is gonna have some targets oh for sure which he lacked last year exactly and then the the other end of the football he signed matthew judon i probably effed that up no i think that was the trick the wise devon Ah, God, child. I don't know how to pronounce that one. Sure, it's not got you. Uh... Got you. (laughs) Henry Anderson, Jalen Mills, and Justin Pethel re-signed. That's a lot of money. Um, It's a lot of money, and it's a lot of guys. But if anybody has the money, it's Robert Kraft, so I'm 
Yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> um, does, okay, my question to you, does all of these signings, COVID, opt-out returns, all that, does this propel the Patriots back on top of the AFC East? On top of the AFC East, yes. On top of the AFC, uh, not so sure we're there. I do think that Cam Newton is going to be better. Um, I mean, how could he not? Because really, yeah. he can't play much worse. So, Plus he but now has I mean, like targets now. Well, yeah, and with all those what the weapons that you mentioned, I mean, I, uh, I just don't see how he can't be better. So, like. The Patriots are definitely going to make the playoffs. I'll oh, say that yes. for sure. Whether it's wild card, Put winning the division, that. whatever, they're going to make the playoffs. They have way too many guys not to. So barring an injury, they'll be in the playoffs. They're, they've reached that aspect. Will they beat the Ravens, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Browns? Yeah, hey. I don't know. That's – you better hope you're hot at the end of the season type of thing. It's true. Because those are going to be tough teams. I can see them getting hot, showing up to an AFC championship, but then, I mean, you just can't take out the Chiefs as the favorites. I mean, as, as Honestly, long I as – Honestly, no, they, I almost – I'm starting to lean toward the Bills, man. You think so? The Bills got Trubisky now. They do. They got big old Mitch. <laughs> they got Mitch. Hey, dude, I'm if, sorry. if, I'm if sorry. Josh Allen goes down, I'm putting all my money on the oh, Bills. Oh, man, it's Super Bills Bowl. Mafia season at that Bills point. Bills Mafia. Dude, I'm, I want to jump through a t- table, honestly. Like, <laughs> it's Bills Mafia for life. I'm here for they you. They probably want to hit him with a table. <laughs> they want to choke slam through the yeah, table. Right. I mean, no. All jokes aside, though, I the Bills are tough, man, and they, they just keep adding people and they get better. So, I mean, it's I do think that they're gonna really compete with the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs got kind of exposed in the Super Bowl a little bit, so yeah, I mean, I mean all you have to do is take out a offensive line and you win. Well, no, I mean, you gotta, you gotta have a good pass rush, you gotta get after Mahomes, and if you can do that. I mean, I mean, not really, because with out. that pass rush, he was making insane throws that. But his guys weren't catching him, how, so what difference well, did exactly? It make? Well, like, had they actually caught the ball, hey, like it don't matter if that pass rush is sick. He's a a freak tossing it from. I mean, yeah, but the, like most of those passes degrees. were in the fourth quarter desperation throws, anyways. They were already smacked at that point. So it's like it didn't matter. And he got sacked like what four or five times and he was running for another 20 different times beside that. Like you get after Mahomes. I mean, actually, really, you get after any quarterback that well, like the Buccaneers did. I mean, you're gonna create serious problems. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think the Chiefs were a little exposed. I'm not saying that they're not still the number one team in the East, the AFC, but I don't know if they're, like, a lock anymore to be, oh, yeah, the Chiefs are coming out of the AFC, yeah. no doubt. 
Because, I mean, there's some good teams over there. That I can see, for sure. And, I mean, even if – shit, even if the Browns are hot. Getting OBJ OBJ back, too. Yeah. He's a playmaker. Oh, yeah, for sure. Shit. You saw him uh, torch – who did he, like, kill our our part play on? It was – Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. That man single-handedly cost us how much money because yeah, he just was a solid torched two him. grand, yeah. Torched him. Yeah, that was a solid He's a playmaker. Grand. Like, if yeah. he comes back. Oh, I hate him for it. Shit. But <laughs> I hate him for it, but it is what it is. Crowns are – crowns aren't to be – No, I said aside. that in the playoffs. I said it pretty much every pod that we've talked about the Browns. I, I do so. think they're a tough team. Plus, I mean, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, you can't really count them out. Nope. And now the Pats, who knows what's going to happen with uh, Miami. I mean, yeah. Miami just signed Will Fuller. Are they, I mean, yeah. they could be solid. You don't yeah. really know what's going to happen in Jacksonville. I mean – they got Urban Meyer. I say mark? they got Urban Meyer. They're gonna have Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence on the way. I mean, I would. So to be honest, I might buy that Trevor Lawrence Jaguar uh, jersey just because that thing probably is gonna look so smooth. But barf. I, I can't say they'll be playoff bound in their first season. But if they continue to make these type You're talking of about the Jags, moves, yes. To Jacksonville, if yep, they yep. can continue to make the, these moves that they've been kind of pulling, mm-hmm. shit, before you have to pay Trevor Lawrence, you m- m- might s- see him in an AFC championship. Right, right. Because if you have I mean, him Urban Meyer showing out on his rookie deal – Right here. You never know. Urban. Urban Meyer. Okay. If you haven't read this book, read it. Above the line, Urban Meyer. It's all about his coaching. The guy's a genius. Okay. For all of you on Spotify and, knows, and Apple. And he knows that how to was win. Urban Meyer above the line. Um, I did just say that, but okay. I couldn't really hear you. Like oh, it okay. was, yeah. well, anyway, it's a great book about his kind of coaching strategies and, you know, what he does to win. And, the guy is a football genius. So that he is. And he's and he's been in big game. There is well, there is always the the kind of the argument of can he transition from college into the pros? It's obviously because a little bit harder, a little bit faster. Because you've obviously seen seen these very Great coaches have success in college who go to the pros and suck. And then vice versa. Right. I was going to say, I mean, I would say that the best college coach that converted to a pro just off the top of my head in the league now would probably be Pete Carroll. I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, anytime you get a Super Bowl victory, you're you're a solid coach, you know. Yeah. So it's like I mean, it, he didn't even really have to do a ton in 
USC because he just had the most had the guys on the most unreal team in that three seasons span like that's ever played college football maybe outside of the 2000 Miami team but like you can't this guy uh, Tim Tebow oh yeah well I mean or, yeah for the, for you yeah. Spotify and Apple viewers or listeners Tim Tebow and that Florida team Oof. or Johnny yeah. Manziel with Texas A&M those are arguably the best college teams of all time I mean, ah, I no, I can't say, even say. I wouldn't put the Johnny Mansell team because not, not those, not those teams, but those players, like Tebow and Mansell, were two of the best college players of all oh, time. That ended up being nothing in the NFL. So Tebow, I wouldn't say was nothing, but he was way more than Johnny was. Okay, for the expectations you had for him, though, not so much. That's coming out of Florida, like that's a fact. Anyway, totally off topic. This is this is obviously like you said. Pete Carroll had success transitioning from college into NFL. Now this is wrong sport, but it's someone who who had success transitioning from the pros into college. John Calipari. Mm-hmm. Was the coach of the mm, oh, pardon me, was the mm, coach of the mm, Nats was pretty much it with them transitions over to college and pretty much created a powerhouse for Kentucky. Um, sure, it's the Bronx sport. But it's same end of the spectrum. I mean, honestly, to totally shift gears, I do have a basketball question for you. I'm um, here for it. So it concerns last night. Okay. Giannis. <laughs> Giannis. We've talked about him before. I obviously love Giannis. Uh, I want to know. Is this the MVP Back to back MVP, Giannis, or is it's about this to be, some other? It's about to be three time. Okay, MVP back to back to back. Okay, so it's the man with the, the multiple MVPs, playing, Giannis. The way he's okay. playing, he's about to get his third. Okay. Anyway, so at the end of the game last night, when he put the dagger on Dwight Howard, he ran half court and sat down on him, basically telling the 76ers to sit down. You guys are cooked. I cooked you. Game over. Go home. Number one team in the East, my ass. The Bucks are coming. You think it was kind of like a disrespectful thing, or was it earned? I mean, Dwight Howard wanted to stone cold stunner him. That's what he said in the post-game interview. So there's that. But Giannis did have 19 of his 32 total points, and I'm pretty sure like seven or eight of his 15 rebounds between the fourth quarter and OT. Like, he put the team on his back and ended that and put Philly away. Okay. Um, that is as earned as earned can possibly be. When the 76ers damn near 
hang a Christmas Day victory in the rafters from two seasons ago when they have Joel Embiid crying after every either foul or loss or shit, even if they beat us, there's always something from that Philly team. It's always some sort of some sort of kind of poke here, poke yeah. there. I, shit, he should have sat down and did some angels on the floor. Like, <laughs> fuck him. You kidding me? With everything that Philly has done to us. But, Honestly, oh, Philly, Philly down, reminds me of, like, how the Bears are with the Packers. Oh, for like, sure. Like, they, their big game or their goal is not to win an NBA finals championship. It's to just beat the bucks kind of feel that way about the Celtics too. You know, like they don't really care how they do in the postseason or anything like that. They just want to beat the bucks. And Giannis said in the, in the, uh, his post game interview, is there something wrong with having fun? Like Giannis wouldn't hurt a fly. The guy's just like, he's a damn comedian basically. Like, He's just out there having a good time, you know, like, and Dwight Howard of all people. Yeah. Going to get upset about it, dude. This guy, do you know how many stupid, questionable, disrespectful things you've done in your career? I don't even want to hear that shit. Go back to your days for Orlando and you really think that you were so straight edge. Right. Get yeah. the hell out of here, guy. Bye. Get the hell out of here, guy. Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> like, hear that. Like, like, like no. if you put garbage. it out, you have to be able to take it back to. And that goes and it, with. I mean, that's kind of always how I've <laughs> thought about Dwight Howard. Like, he just seems like that type of dude that's, I mean, he'll dish it out all day long. I mean, all game last night, he's going to the crowd like, you know, give me more, give me more uh, loudness and, you know be energetic because we feed off of that all game just going like this even that's considered taunting so it's like yeah okay it's not as big of a spectacle because he's he was doing it all game and whatever but it's like i'm sure that dante divincenzo saw that and was like bro get out of here (laughs) like you're washed up as hell go sit your ass down the only reason you're in the game is because Embiid is hurt like yeah the only reason that you have that shiny ring on your finger is because of you know who LeBron and AD. Who? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those guys. The Corona Cup. The Corona Cup. <laughs> Does that really count? <laughs> Actually, Cup. kind of the last topic I want to talk to you about. So I know you saw it. I don't know who else that's listening, listen to this, but uh, Christian Yelich was on Mike Studs, You Never Know podcast. Was that, it was released like two nights ago. Um, Yeah. So they were talking about length of season. And the reason I thought of this was because of the, you know, kind of the COVID ring, what Mm -hmm. you're talking about. about So Yelly made just an unbelievable point because I've always thought, that the MLB season was too long, 162 games. It's hard to really like 
get excited about all the games. You know, it's like you watch opening day, maybe a few games after that. Then you kind of just have a lull a little bit where it's like, oh, yeah, the Brewers are playing. Cool. They've played every day for the past 20 days. Yeah. What do you do? It's hard. Like, it's a, it's a lot of games. So mm-hmm. six-month span of baseball. It's tough. But Yelly made an absolutely awesome point that when I heard it, I was like, damn, I kind of feel stupid for thinking the other way now. He said, you can't really change it because, for one, it's been that way forever. So you can't just make the season shorter now because then all these records, all these uh, series wins, stats, all this stuff are based on different numbers. So it's like, you're kind of changing everything from history. Number two, you feel that within that six months time, you really find out who the guys are, like who the beasts of the league are. When he said that, I was like, yeah, damn, you're right. Because a guy can get hot for a month and just tear it up. But to do it for six months all season long, if you're doing that, you're a beast and you deserve to be recognized. And that's how they choose the Cy Young, the MVP, the uh, hitting awards, all that stuff. Like rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. I mean, so it's so interesting to think about, even though it's, it is a long season, you almost just can't change it because it it just kind of is the way it is now. For sure. And let me kind of start by saying that was an amazing interview. So if you have it, spent the time to listen to it, check it out. Cause it really just like, it just changes perspective. It's it's called why, why NK podcast. It's Mike interviewing Yelly. It was a great conversation. It was. If you get some time, definitely listen to it. It was awesome. That was an insane interview. Like, the whole time, I was just like, wow. Like, he's opening up on a whole new level. And I was just shocked because it was like, he's obviously talk sports on tons of different shows. It's always fun to talk sports, 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 but, but it's talk about life and get deep. That's yes, exactly. That's a whole different ball game. Like as soon as someone kind of opens up about who they are on the inside, it's just like, wow. Yeah. It it gives you a whole new respect on him. I mean, as a huge yelly fan already, you know, yeah, I fan. was a huge fan before I, before I loved him, but it was mainly for his game, you know, and how good he is. I always thought he was, he was kind of a socially awkward dude. Same here. Exact but then he got on here. that and he still is a little socially awkward, but like kind of he yeah. opened up and was just like chilling with the boys kind of thing. You yeah. Know, and like, plus it was so genuine and passionate. Yeah. It was awesome. Like it was just a whole new kind of perspective on him and not just him but but essentially the mind of a pro athlete yeah because he kind of broke it down to to, you know how he felt about being drafted about his his first contract about his his essentially super 
max type mm -hmm. contract and it was just like wow like when you know like when he was talking about content here right when what he was talking about with his uh you know like the decision that his parents basically gave him saying you know what you got drafted in the first round you got college staring you in the face or you got riding around on a bus sucking it up in the major leagues or the minor leagues, yeah, the minor leagues trying yeah. to get to the major leagues. It's your choice. We're going to leave it up to you. You can lean on us for, you know, like if you need any type of help with making that decision, mm -hmm. but ultimately it's your life. So yeah. imagine just try putting yourself back at where you were when you were 18 and trying to make a decision like that. Those yeah, are decisions that affect the rest of your life. So it was just like hearing that. And then that also kind of shines light upon who who is in your life. Yeah. Who your family is, who your friends are. Because yeah. he had such a supporting family, friends. He had such just a good, positive kind of circle around him and that for sure has shown today that mm. that like that was huge for him it he ex explained yeah. how 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 huge that his surrounding people right you know what and that, that's so him. that's so true you know i mean even for a non-pro athlete like ourselves you got to have a good sports support system if you don't, you, you're going to have a tough time. But on top exactly. of that, he talked about passion and having a passion and a love for whatever it is that you do, whether it's sports, your job, your school, whatever the case, you got to love what you do at the end of the day. And if you don't, exactly. you got a problem. You're going to struggle. Yeah, that was just – that hit me. That hit me in a spot that I – hadn't been hit in a while because mm -hmm. I haven't truly kind of kind of thought from that perspective or even seen it from that perspective. But yeah. he opened it up to this whole new side and it was just like, wow, like this Fact. is amazing. And at the end of it, my, my jaw was just, dropped like yeah, on. that was probably the best two hours i've ever spent because yeah, yeah. it just it kind of taught me at least on a, a podcast of, for sure oh for sure that kind of shines some light on some things like that i can actually relate yeah. to as a person mm -hmm. sure i'm obviously not a nine figure pro athlete but like i'm a person and so is right. so is yeah Gelly and he kind of made that made that prominent that he is at the end of the day just a person same right. as us Spot he isn't on. any yeah. bigger he's in any lower like he's the same as us he, he just has an occupation right. that he's very excelled at. Yeah. And it was just the, 
this this fantastic interview. Agreed. So if you haven't check it out, I'm telling you that will just change your co-perspective on so many different things. Yeah, it'll definitely put you in a good mood for sure. Yeah, that was for sure some of the best two hours I've ever spent. Right. Well, we aren't going to spend two hours on our podcast, at least not this week. Maybe when we have guests, you know, it pushes two hours. But with that being said, we're kind of getting to that point. So, Stud, my man, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I do. Um, I mean, I well, just the directions that we kind of finished at. Like, it's just make sure that you have a good supporting surrounding circle because that's Mm -hmm. crucial for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a pro athlete or of the burger flipper over at McDonald's. Yeah. Like you have to have that positive supporting crew and also remember to be thankful for all those people that are in your circle absolutely and, well uh yeah so outside of that same as same we love you we appreciate you and as always i am ready for that quote my guy i am ready for the quote yeah i mean all right so the quote of the week this week is going to be from mike actually um and for those of you who don't know mike he's a white we'll call him rapper i wouldn't exactly he's not exa- i mean he raps but he's not like a he's also he's not i mean the stereotypical rapper he's like a part of like he isn't quite a rapper but he also isn't like a pop artist right he's like kind of i mean actually between. when you look up his his music on apple some of his songs are country technically yeah. so i mean he kind of just does it all but anyway this quote is from him it's don't lose your happiness on the pursuit for more. I think that's perfectly fitting for kind of how we ended this episode. Uh, you know, it's, it's so important to find what makes you happy in life and, you know, kind of just stay with it. Don't lose yourself in trying to go over the top of things. But with that being said, we are going to wrap her up. We love you. We thank you for joining us episode 12 was a success for us we love doing this with you and uh go buy your merch because it will be ready to go 15 percent, baby and uh we'll see you next time